Hey everybody, this is Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers who go through the back catalogs in the yesteryear of gaming. I am your host, Nick. Caddy Corner Bottom to my left is Jake. Hi. And then to my left, not Caddy Corner at all, that is Josh. Apparently I have to use Roman numerals, but whatever. Oh, okay. So Josh... The, the notes for today's episode, Josh wrote Elder Scrolls 5, the number 5, instead of the Roman numeral 5, like like everyone else does. Josh is just so, so different. Josh isn't like those other gamers. <laughs> I'm not Elder like those Scrolls other gamers. Elder Scrolls V. I need Elder Scrolls V. Well, there. In the notes now, it does say V. V. So, okay. I it's updated. Complaining. The, the podcast can go on in peace. We are great. For those who don't know, we're doing 2011 Q4 today. We've also got a speed cap for Gears of War 3 that I will be going head-on against Josh in our new speed cap format. So stay tuned for that. Again, before we get started, as always, we are wherever you find your podcast. Apple, Google, Anchor. We're all we're there. We're everywhere. Uh, drop in there. Give us a rating and a review on Apple or Spotify, specifically those two. Uh, it's, a, it's a great way to help the show, great way to support us and get us out there for more eyeballs and earballs to hear. Uh, five stars or get the fuck out. Five stars or get the fuck out. As always, I don't know if there's a good transition for this, but as always, we are a Trident Network podcast. Go check out some of our uh, sibling podcasts. They're great as well. Guys, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I've been... Don't yeah, go, go for it. No, no, you got this. I said, I just, I've honestly done nothing but relax. I just ordered a Horizon Forbidden West, so I'm going back and just replaying uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, knocking that out again, getting sto- getting familiar with the story, and uh, yeah, continue from there. Why don't you stream it, damn it? Josh gave up that streaming life. I gave up the stream life, yeah. Yep. Give me that video you card mean? if you're not going to use it, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> what just... video card? Or your Give video your capture computer card. if you're not going to use it. Nick, I've got that spare one I told you you could have. <laughs> Wait, you guys use capture cards? Well, it's not a capture card. It's just a display uh, port that lets you, if you're playing on something on like the TV or something, you can stream it onto your computer. Oh, I mean, I, might I have an Elgato, Nick. Because I just it's Elgato. I just uh, moved my PS4 down here. I'm gonna move, hold on. I'm gonna move my camera over so you can see my setup. It's kind of janky. If you're if you're listening, uh, you're not gonna see this. But if you are watching, we are on YouTube. Get about to see my PS4 setup. Don't worry, everybody. We'll penis. describe it to you. It's flashing penis. <laughs> see that? I see, see a flashlight. Dude, I bet you don't use that trampoline. I do. do you I'm want... actually going to use it right after this, butthole. <laughs> do you want the stand for that TV? <laughs> I have it here. Do you? I told you I found it, and you're like, no, I don't want it at the time. I'm oh, like, yeah. If you, I, first of all, I would never turn down the stand for a TV. I mean, I don't know where the screw's at for. We'll have to, like, rig it up, but it's better than nothing. So before I found that table, because we were moving stuff around, before I found that table, sorry, the light's blinding me now, uh, that TV was on the floor, and it was used as a second screen for my work laptop. So I'd be working at the coffee table over there while my second screen's, like, across the room. It was a, it was a great setup. It was a fun setup. I, I'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about the, uh, the video capture stuff off stream. Jake, what have you been up to? I'm uh, just making content on YouTube. Uh, I actually just recorded a video with uh, my dog choosing my characters in Multiverses, so it's kind of interesting editing that now. Um, just, yeah, Multiverses, the first season one comes out tomorrow, so can't wait for that. Um, just playing tournaments, getting a lot of content out there. Yeah. It's, it's been fun when you're making... It's kind of slowly 
Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was I've been kind of slowly playing Rust again because I've been watching it. It's kind of it, it's more fun to watch than it is to play for sure. I yes, mean, it's it a, is. it's a <laughs> hard to game. It's a hard game, a frustrating game to play because everyone takes it uh, another way than you do. But yeah, super seriously, it it is fun on the video making side when you can get your family involved somehow. Yeah. So like, there's a um, there's an idea for an Iron Harvest video I want to do where I have all the mechs lined up and I'm just gonna have Elaine. Like Lane, name this. Like I'm gonna go through every one of them with her and have her name them. You and just I think, sound like every generic YouTuber out there. Just a heads up. <laughs> I mean, like I think it'd be like fun. Jackie because we have a laminator. She made all these uh like different cards and stuff for from the characters. So like what we did was we put the uh a card on above a plate and we put a treat on the plate and whatever uh Ella went to that was the character I play. That's what you got to do. That's now, Nick, if you told me you're going to have Lane not only name him, but then you're going to have her, like, you're going to play the game, but you're going to have her tell you what to do, then I'd be like, okay, not you, you're making, you're playing with fire right now. Let's see if this is going to happen. Then I'd have to play the game. Uh, yeah, well, I touched Iron Harvest in a few <laughs> weeks, actually. Well, speaking of that, like, uh, having your wife do it, uh, my wife actually talked about playing Phasmophobia and getting her reaction on, on camera. Do we I, need to do an episode where we get the wives in to play Phasmophobia? Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Have just have them screw like, how do I move and run? How do I turn and run at the same time? That'd be a lot of the conversations. So does does your wife do that too? Yep, it's, it's, she struggles. She'll she'll move, but she can't turn the camera at the same time. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I think it, I think it's a controller <laughs> it's thing. Coordination. I think if it's mouse keyboard, I think it'd be a different story. Maybe. I mean, I played Minecraft with her, and she can't turn the camera and <laughs> move at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, like, and just like, and, like that. And anytime like a zombie or creeper or anything comes at her, she'll like drop the ca- like she'll drop her controller and like, I can't I can't like it's not scary, just hit the damn thing. And hey, those zombies in Minecraft are scary. It's only scary when you're in a cave and all of a sudden you hear a uh, yeah. it's like, oh fuck. Nope, run. <laughs> is is that all uh, any been playing anything else, Jake? No, that's all I got, man. Okay. And so I'm still playing I, I called it Dead West. Last week, it's called Hard West 2. Still playing that, working on my review. Should have that out hopefully tonight. And then I uh, so I was on Xbox Game Pass, and I saw that this game that had been sitting downloaded in my library for a few months now was going to be leaving Game Pass. So I was like, I need to play this. And that game is Boyfriend Dungeon. I was waiting for that. And I'm having so <laughs> much fun with it. If you don't know, Boyfriend Dungeon is a dungeon crawler slash dating sim. Think of it, so like if you've played Hades, it's Hades, but you can date the gods. But you're, there, so there are no gods. The, the people you're dating are actually the weapons that you use in the dungeons. And I've basically fallen in love with the Banksy, the Banksy uh, stand-in for this game. They're basically Banksy. And then there's also a BTS member in this game that I fell in love with. I'm just dating them and dungeon crawling with them. It's pretty cool. Does your wife know about this? She is aware of my dating antics <laughs> in Dun- Boyfriend Dungeon. But no, it's it's just fun to shut my brain off. And the dungeons are challenging, but they're not like unforgiving. So you, each dungeon, I want to say it has like 13, 14 floors. I forget the exact number. And every two floors you get an elevator. So like, let's say you hit floor seven and then you die. Next time you go to start that dungeon up, you can go to floor seven. You can start from floor seven. You don't have to start from the beginning. And each floor, the enemies ramp up. They level up. 
the enemies are like cute little objects that you'd find in the area. So the first dungeon was the mall. So like random junk that you found in a mall would be the enemies. Uh, the dungeon I just unlocked is a nightclub. So like martini glasses, DJ booths, these different types of enemies you'd see in a nightclub. It's fun. And there are def there are characters that are not good for me that I'm not in love with and I'm trying to avoid. And <laughs> the game is doing a good job of making me feel creeped out by somebody, which is an experience I think everybody should feel. Anyone who hasn't been creeped out in real life by somebody should have that experience brought to their attention so that they can <laughs> be like, oh, this is gross. So then, like, if you ever saw someone in that situation, be like, oh, yeah, I like I get, I don't get it, but no, boyfriend dungeon makes me get it. <laughs> and can you elaborate on like the creepy part? Like, are they like sending you like weird messages that are just like, dude, I told you no already? Or so there's this weird guy who owns a weapon shop. He's very anti-weapon, like anti-human weapon, but he's left me random gifts. Like he follows me around town. Mm. He will say, well, that person's no good for you. And it's very, he's, he's an incel. He's a, he's nice. He's got nice guy energy. Like, oh, I would never do that to you. And it's kind of it's kind of brought it to my attention that, like, yeah, this is not a good feel. Like, it, I never thought this is a good feeling for anyone to go through to begin with. But now having experienced something like that from this game, I'm kind of like, oh, wow. Like, this is gross. Like, this guy's fucking disgusting. And every, like, you can respond to them. Like, you, they text you. First of all, everyone t in this game texts the exact same way. You'll respond to them. And they give you things to say. You're not typing out a message. But they respond to you with a short message and then follow up with, like, a longer message. And they do that, like, two or three times. Everyone's the exact same person. There's not, like, the one person who texts you and is, like, one line of text and that's it. <laughs> so that's right. um, it's kind of weird that – oh, is there a booger on the bottom of my car? No, that's the, that's the uh, little barcode. Uh, so, like, is this guy, like, a white knight simp kind of yes. guy? Yes. Yes, very much so. If I send you a picture of him, you guys would be like, oh, yeah, that guy. Uh, here, you know what? I'm going to put it in. I'm going to put it in the chat. Just he's so, like, he's the first date you go on when you get out. And, like, he's very nice. It's a very nice date. And you're like, oh, this guy is nice. Like, Wait, I, was he the coffee shop guy that we saw you playing the other night when you got out of the dungeon? Was that no, that guy? The, that guy with the blue hair is the BTS guy. Oh, okay. Here, I am putting this in the Discord right now for you guys to see. It's just, it's like, he rubbed me the wrong, he rubbed me the wrong way every time. It's in the, it's in the chat now. Oh, yeah. I've never seen that guy. guy. Okay, yeah. He's oh, just, yeah. oh, and he, like, I'm, I'm at a barbecue with my, my girlfriend, and I meet this other guy who is, like, just this bear, and he turns into an axe. I think he's, like, one of the new characters, and I can't wait to, like, officially meet him and get to use him later in the game. Like, as a weapon, oh, not yeah. to use him as a person. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, and then this guy shows up, and he just is being weird and, like, grabs my hand and is, like, trying to take my attention from the other two. And, yeah, the characters, like, it's just, like, one of, it's a dating sim, so the characters are, like, anime characters on a, back, on a background. And their eyes might move, their hands might move, but there's, like... There's no cutscenes. It's all like conversations. And it's just so fucking weird. He's so fucking weird. And he makes me feel gross. He makes me feel skivvy. Anytime I have to fucking go to his place for a mission, I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to go. But I go anyway just because my brain's broken and I have to do everything in a game. Ha. Huh. Avoid yeah. air. Um, uh, spoilers for Boyfriend Dungeon, by the way. Uh, but other I'll than that, that, other than that, I have played a little bit of, oh man, 
I've got so much boyfriend dungeon on the brain. I can't think of anything else that I have played. It's because boyfriend dungeon has just left an impression on me. I'm not gonna, gonna lie, get, you've left an impression on me, and I wanted to actually consider buying it. <laughs> well, you get fired. And I'm considering like exit. I think it's off Game Pass in a few weeks. I'm thinking about buying it on Steam. It's twenty bucks. It would definitely for me it'd be like my probably my first Steam Deck indie game. It's the, the the dungeon crawling is good. The dating is good. It makes me feel like I'm good at dating. I probably wouldn't be good at dating right now, but it makes me feel like I'm good at dating. But it, just the fact that it creeped me out. It's weird. It's weird. I feel weirded out. Um, other than that, on the personal side, nothing, nothing much going on. I did finish a rewrite on a script, so that's pretty exciting. Finally out of that, that's something I started beginning of the summer, and then life got in the way, and now it's done. Now I'm just like, mwah, mwah, mwah. you can't see me. You can't see me if you listen on audio, but chef's kiss. But if you can't see him, he's wearing a dumbass headband. We don't know why. We never asked him to. I like wearing the headbands, okay? My hair, I didn't comb my hair fully, just the front parts. So the sides were standing up all weird, so I have the headband on to cover it up. Any other questions okay. for the, from the class, Jake? You suck. All right, you guys ready to get into the, to the last part of 2011? You guys ready to finish 2011? Yeah, let's end Answer my question. <laughs> Answer my question. What's your question? I said you suck. That's not a question. Are you guys ready to get into 2011? <laughs> yes, it's going to 2011. It's a new year. Q4. All right. October 4th, uh, we open with a banger. Uh, I don't, was this game, so October 4th, Dark Souls. Was Dark Souls, when it came out, was it like this big cultural thing, or was this something that like flew under the radar when it came out at first? It kind of flew under the radar at first. It really didn't pick up until Dark Souls 2. I think Dark Souls 2 is probably when everything kind of blew way out of proportion. And people were like, what is this game? And then they went back and saw Dark Souls and Demon Souls. And were like, what the fuck? So when yeah, was when was, uh, Soul- when was Demon Souls? Uh, 2000. Was it 2008? Because I know it was PS3. 2009. 2009. Okay. So this was right off of right off of that Demon Souls, and this was for everything. This was Xbox. This was PlayStation, Windows, Windows. Yeah. All that. yeah so actually, so it was the 360 version came out first, and that's why. So technically, the 360 version came out. It was sooner. It was like September, but it, they they officially give it the release date of October because that's when everything else came out. Because there was a pushback for the. PS3 version, there was an issue, like a huge like uh, manufacturing issue. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they wanted to release it at the same time with Windows, but they're like, well, we're going to make an Xbox, kind of like an Xbox exclusive almost at first, because they did Demon's Souls exclusively for PS3. Yep. So they kind of like, let's make it an exclusive for like a month or so, you know, a couple weeks, and then we'll come back and release it for everybody else. Mm. The, the thing about this game, though, is that like how Josh said that Dark Souls 2 was like the start of like the whole series is that dark souls 2 was actually the least favorite out of all the dark souls ever yep. made like yeah like it there, there wasn't hype for a release until dark souls 2 it wasn't like a mainstream thing until dark souls 2 because I, I do remember yeah. like people like being super excited about dark souls 2 coming out i just i don't remember this one so so my thought like from the outside not knowing anything would be that oh demon souls was supposed to be the playstation exclusive dark souls was going to be the xbox exclusive or something or a timed exclusive at least Mm-hmm. would have been my, would have been my original thought but it's crazy now that uh you know we're we're 11 years removed from this and 
From Software is probably one of the most well-off studios who are actually still hitting, like, they're still, like, they're, they haven't peaked yet. They're still, like, with each new game they throw on, it gets better and better. I mean, we went from, I mean, yeah, Dark Souls 3, you know, obviously didn't hit its height, its height that it was supposed to hit because people are like, oh, I wanted more of Dark Souls and Demon Souls. But then they come back with uh, Shadows uh, Die Twice, uh, and then you have Bloodborne. Bloodborne. And Bloodborne. I mean, like, you have all these other games that come in every year. It got better and better. Well, it's, it sounds like they're getting really good about, like, because an issue, an early issue with them was that they weren't getting stuff out re-released or into on other other platforms, which you kind of uh, highlighted with the talk at the beginning of this. And now, like, it's way better. Like, yeah, Bloodborne is still locked to the PS4. But one day, one day, it's only PC, a time. PC release will come, and it will destroy so what I'm us thinking, all. What I'm thinking they're doing is they're waiting until their uh, agreement with Sony is up for exclusivity. Exclusivity, where you pronounce it, because I can't talk today. And when that finally runs out, they're going to remaster it, put it on the PS5, and put it on PC and then uh, Xbox as well. Do we, That'd be do my we know a um, like? Do we know what that window yeah, looks like? Because my thought would be the 10-year anniversary, which we're coming. I would up say on. like an anniversary would probably be the best time they would do that. Uh, yeah, that'd be my my guess. Is you're probably right, Nick. You're the 10-year because I'm assuming it's at least what. So let's look at like example. Let's look at like Spider-Man. That was on. 27 well, spider-man's completely different though because that's from, yeah that's from a first part well they're first party now but that's from in in-house sony this is a would it wouldn't be third party it'd be second party okay it'd what about like Ratchet? maybe not wretched clank wretched clank's also uh, yeah, so i was like why am i thinking wretched clank so while you look that up uh the other thing about dark souls is i mean it brought it brought difficulty back to video games like Weren't you just tired of the easy video games between the years 2000 and 2010? Hey, guys, hard video games are back. Well, I mean, so this kind of reminds me of um, college professor year when my roommate had a Super Nintendo. And I would play all the Donkey Kong countries that he had, the Super Metroid, Link to the Past, playing all those games, especially Donkey Kong Country. I beat all three games in one day. Like, I remember growing up, I thought that was hard. But as, you know, an adult playing that, I'm like, dude, these games are actually stupid easy. Like, what the uh, hell? Rebuttal, rebuttal. Josh and I streamed all three Donkey Kong countries this time last year. And we those, struggled on uh, those the first one and third one. Those motherfuckers are hard. You guys suck. Especially well, no, the first one. So, yeah, like, the first one, Jake, it wasn't until we got to, like, the cave network. That was probably the worst of it because we kept dying on the fucking railways. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 The, the yeah trains. You you uncoordinated. So twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen was Bloodborne. March of twenty fifteen. So it's been seven years. I would say a ten year anniversary. That'd be like the the tail end of console releases. If not this gen, maybe next, but I figure at that point it might be too late. And even then, I don't know when next gen will even be considered. Or if they don't do Bloodborne, you know, on the PS five or maybe Bloodborne two. Who's the I'd team? Be, yeah. Who's the team that did the Demon Souls re-release? Is that Blue, Blue Boys, uh, Blue, Blue Point, Blue Guys, Blue Man Group, Bluey, uh, Blue's Clues? Hold on, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Blue Balls. Except all I had, all I had was two thousand. Come on. Blue Skadoo, we can too. Who is who is it? Come on. 
Give me the info I need. Just type in Demon Souls re-release Wikipedia. I, I did that, woman. Who? Josh, Tyrion. your search skills fucking suck. Yeah, man, watch this. Watch this. I'll find it first All right, try. Jake's about to beat you in this fucking Google race. Oh, here we here go. Here we go. Finally found it. Jesus. Blue Point Games is the developer. Hey, I knew it was Blue Point. There we go. I did that. For, it's right here. Exactly right here. I was typing Demon Souls and it wouldn't give me 2020. I'm like, God damn it. Because you were just typing yeah. in Demon Souls. It's going to default to the original game. Yeah, and but so I was like, okay. I, then I clicked on the Wikipedia page thinking it'd have like the option for a re-release and it didn't. I'm like, what, SEO, what's the point of this page then? SEO has not been optimized for all these games that are just getting the same name from the, anyway, <laughs> the original release. Anyway, going back to Dark Souls. So yeah, I mean, so that was 11 years between releases if yeah. i saw that right so well, yeah i would say i would say 10 years is a good mark so we'll definitely see it on this this current gen and pc if I not think like jake said i think we're still a few years out we'll see what happens though anything else on dark souls and the message just made of everything well i feel like so elden ring is kind of like was a huge game so it's still huge. Like there's so much that you could still do in that game. I'm sure they're gonna have DLC coming out whenever. Maybe that'd be cool. Well, and the crazy um, thing about Elden Ring is that it was a lot more mainstream. It, it broke the zeitgeist. Like, yeah, everyone yeah, that you yeah. would hear talking about, like Halo, is now talking about Elden Ring. And mm. you know what happens when people hop on to Elden Ring and they realize, holy shit, these guys have been doing games for ten years. All these other games resurface and interest gets repeaked. So, yeah, Elden Ring, you know, hype, it's a great game. I actually never played it, but just watching videos about it, it looks amazing. Um, I mean, it, could they do Elden Ring 2? Could they go back and do Bloodborne 2? Like, who knows? There's, there's, like, endless possibilities of what the developer could do this next game. But everyone remember, Dark Souls did something. Or actually, the Souls genre in general has done something that majority of the communities will like 100% commit to unless you read all the items you pick up all of the extra material you have no idea what the story is about i do love the that. next souls game the next souls game is going to be a mobile game watch it's just going to be a it's just going to be a book nothing but lore all right we're getting yeah. all souls now, now that jake said the m word we we got to get out of here yep we got to leave and good, good timing cuz the video was just ending uh october 18th Batman Arkham City. You guys Still, know Batman, right? Yeah, I mean, first off, if you don't know Batman Arkham City, you have been living in a cave under a rock for now, the past 20 years at least. Now, is this the third one? This Number is two. The, so technically in the plot line, it's the third, because you had Origins, Asylum, City, um, and then um, they cut me out here. Night. Night. Jesus. Yeah, I was going to say one. night. Um, but this is the second release. This is the release, this is the second, second one. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Josh just made it unnecessarily. <laughs> Josh wanted to go in chronological, uh, chronological story both. order. I went both. So was it the third one, Arkham Knight, that had issues on PC? Yes. Yes, yeah. Arkham Knight had oh, a, a booty-ass PC version. I remember that because I was living... At Lane's grandma's house when that one came out. This one, this one had great reception. I think people were kind of pissy about the ending, and I don't think people like playing as Catwoman for part of this, if I remember correctly. It was the 
yeah, they was like either the beginning or midway. You played her for a hot minute, and then you basically went right back to Batman. But at least it's not at least it's not the fucking Batmobile, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about the Batmobile, okay? I think this is just another well done version of Arkham Asylum. Bigger, bigger sandbox, more to do, more, more, more of the more rogues characters. Galleries. Was the so I, I know Joker's like the main, I'm, and I'm air quoting that the Joker is the main villain in this one. But isn't there? There's Two Face. Who else is in this one? Mister Freeze, Freeze, the Penguin, yeah. uh, Calendar Man again. Riddler's uh, there. Riddler. Um, you also had uh, Deadshot. Um, there this was the, have, the, uh, the, 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 bat, the the bat. This one did not have the bat, but That's it also had knife. Mad Hatter. There was um, the guy who kills girls mainly. I can't remember his name. It's with the Z. The guy who, in the first Gotham or the, the Is that first the guy just... with all the marks on his body for yes. every victim. Ah, uh, yes. I can't think. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of what his name is though. And then, <sighs> did Scarecrow come back, or was Scarecrow only uh, Asylum? I think he was only asylum I, like scarecrow like his his gimmick was so good though you'd think they would have kept that going and he was scared it, uh, i mean just his i mean remember his fight was just the most memorable in the first one for sure like it just it definitely stuck out as like wow this is like yeah fighting wise it wasn't the best just and overall though like he was a fantastic character to play oh you also had uh raz al ghul mm-hmm. was in this one oh yeah he was his daughter talia for those who uh, don't know, this is a strange. For those who don't know, this is a beat 'em up. This was the sequel to Arkham Asylum. Uh, on an unrelated, kind of related note, I started watching Harley Quinn, and all I have to say is, bring Clayface to a main Batman movie, please. He would honestly, he would do so. I mean, like, okay, if we're talking like uh, the current, what's going to be trilogy of Batman. I agree. They did a, the Riddler so well. I think they could easily do Clayface. And it'd just be so good. We don't. Everybody needs to realize Batman does not need Joker to be good. You don't. You also don't need uh, Bane. You don't need Two Face. You're using all these characters that are overly used. Use people who don't get the uh, the an eyelash batted at them. Well, and I don't know Clayface's backstory, but I do know that he is a, an actor, and so that's why he's so good at like turning into other people and then like playing the part. So and- my, f- I was gonna say my favorite iteration of him. It, have you seen the Batman that was like 2005 release? It's on HBO Max right now. I remember seeing parts of it. It's been a, it's been a minute though. So how they did it with him is he wasn't an actor. He was Bruce Wayne's best friend from like high school, mm-hmm. and he ends up getting captured by the Joker, tortured, and then gets hit with this like Joker goo stuff, mm-hmm. and basically just like mentally loses it. He tries to stay sane, but he can't. Becomes Clayface, and that's like. You could do something somewhat like that. It doesn't have to be the iteration of like him being an actor. It could, you could literally do anything that turns him into Clayface and make makes him crazy, and I, you'd have him in the back. I think the best version of Clayface that you can do, which they did in this game, is not not even hint at it being Clayface until like towards the very end. I'd say even at the end, like don't even like he he, gets, he just gets away. Like you just you don't know what's going on, but you you have an idea as the audience that hey, obviously it's Clayface. But for the characters, they have no idea what's going on. They're confused. They stop the Joker or the Penguin or the Riddler every time, and then he just vanishes. So disappears. Spo- spoiler alert for this game. You think the bad guy in this one is the Joker. Turns out to be Clayface pretending to be the Joker because the real Joker is dying of um, the gas from the first game. 
the Bane super serum that he uh, took. So I think if you can get, if you can do something like that, because I think a lot of people were upset by, upset by this ending, if I remember correctly, or maybe I'm getting that mixed up with Arkham Asylum's final Joker fight because people hate that fight. Yeah, it's both because like they they even hinted throughout the whole entire game. So spoilers, well, that's not really a spoiler at this point. But if you use your uh, detective vision uh, when you see Joker in other spots. So, like, if you look at enemies, you can actually see their heart rates and stuff. When you do it with the Joker, in some instances, you don't see a heartbeat, hinting that it's Clayface. And it's, like, a really good, like, right there in front of you, and you have no idea until the very end. I think, yeah, I think, like, in hindsight, I think it's a really good twist. I had never played it, so I was like, ah, they're mad about the ending. Gamers, am I right? It's a great game. So, yeah, I mean, that's just it. We, As the audience, we cannot be, like, upset because... what they t- took such a great game and still gave us a fantastic thing. And just because it ended the way we didn't want it to end doesn't mean it's not good. We're just upset because maybe we saw it a different way. But like I said, it's not our thing. We didn't make it. We didn't write it. We're just playing it and enjoying it. Only time you can be mad is when it's Mass Effect 3. Live in our world. Yeah. Playing ours. Any, anything else on Batman? Or live in your world playing ours. Um, yeah. We also got to see our first instance of a sidekick. We saw Robin. Oh, I forgot Robin was in this. I know. Yeah, I only uh, see him once. Nightwing is in this, like the Arkham Knight. I thought no, that they're. Yeah, it is Robin that we see in this because it's. Um... It's Nightwing. Is it Jason Todd that we see? Oh, it's when no. uh, it's when um, JGL pops up and the lady at the end says, "Oh, you should use your middle name. I like it, yeah. Robin." Oh Jesus! Don't even get us started. Uh, so basically, from my what well, my take on this is that it's Spider Man before Spider Man. Well, yeah, I mean, technically, this is more like Assassin's Creed, like, Brotherhood before, you know. I mean, it's got, so yeah, the the DNA that Spider-Man 2018 has, the beat-em-up DNA is basically from this. Yeah. Yep. Anything oh, else? and Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights coming out. I mean, I heard they've had issues with it, but. I don't think anyone's excited for that. No, if it, if it honestly comes out of nowhere and does really good, I'd be shocked. I mean, I think it's like, what, four-player co-op? allegedly we'll see how that goes i think i think the uh the time is up for that series right now at least the way they want to take it everyone's doing that four player stuff Uh, yes or the 4v1 or whatever it is uh moving on october 25th a game i don't quite understand but everybody else here loves battlefield 3 what is there not to win okay so for those who don't know battlefield 3 is our I would say it's DICE's most relevant, like, so you had all these other battlefields. You had Battlefield 2142, you had Modern Combat, you had Bad Company and Bad Company 2. This, I would say, was, like, what really ticketed them into the true mainstream of multiplayer, up there with Call of Duty and Halo. And what it does better than those games is it gives you a sense of realism. It's set in Modern Combat to an extent, because obviously not everything in the game can be truly modern. And, I mean, like I said, whether or not to love, it's destructive environments. You can fly, you can you can pilot uh, helicopters, you can shoot tanks, you can go on back at OMGs and gun down your enemies. What is there not to love about this? The war crimes, Josh. The war crimes. Oh, it's a I... video game. Don't even give me that crap. People need to stop that. Like, I understand. Yes, we don't want to uh, entice violence into the real world. But that's look at all the movies that do it. Look at all the media that does it. I mean... 
the news is even like producing like hey here's what's going on over here like you cannot sit there and blame video games for violence when all these other forms of media are doing it as well like that's like you can't you can't use the but they're doing you can't use that argument yeah no like <laughs> but they're doing it <laughs> but, so but your mom, point but mom he had a donut before dinner <laughs> it's but it, it's it's i don't know I, the the way people partake video games to reality is ridiculous. It's a game. You're playing it. Right. You're, it's, like, games are meant for entertainment. And if you if people think that you're that like oh this guy's playing a violent video game is going to be violent in real life, you're ridiculous. Oh, I, I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is that the depictions of violence. I mean. The, don't get me wrong, Battlefield 3, multiplayer... People are coming for the multiplayer. They're not coming for yeah, the single-player yeah, game. Story. Come on. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, like when everything in the news is violence, 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 and then you sit down and you're like, all right, do I want to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 or do I want to play Boyfriend Dungeon? My brain is like, you know what? I've had enough of the gun violence today. I'm going to go play Boyfriend Dungeon. <laughs> or that it's just re- that everyone's doing it. It's repetitive, so you're... Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's one thing I'll admit the campaign did here that was kind of disappointing is it definitely, like, imitated, like, Black or, yeah black Ops to an extent. Like, the story is very heavily reliant on that, like, where you're being interrogated and you're talking about, like, what it basically like, leads up to the point of, like, you're trying to find nukes that are planted. Yeah. So, like, did you see that rat? <laughs> he stabbed the shit out of the rat because it was biting him. Yeah. Yeah, also, they, they also got attacked by PETA for that. So <laughs> did did they? I'm pretty sure like they had like death threats and stuff for that. That was a yeah. that was a really weird fucking thing to put in a video game. <laughs> well, he's, I mean, he's, he's stealthing around. He's like sneaking, like he's behind enemy lines right now. So like he has to stay quiet. He's trying to get in, and that rat's like attacking him, and he's like, "Dude, get the fuck out of here!" And it wouldn't. He's like, "No, fuck it." Just I it. mean, it's kind of like almost realistic. Not that that would actually. Like the rat would have kind of showing up, but like a rat would have probably bit the person like near it. Like, oh hey, I'm a rat, whatever. Guys, you gotta think though. This is 2011. People are not at their peak of gaming. People didn't understand the the behavior of rats quite yet, like we do. This was still a few years before New York City rat with the pizza. (laughs) We didn't quite understand them yet. Um, (laughs) but. He's I mean, fucking flicking it, trying to get it away, and he's stabbed. Developers, oh developers. I mean, like Battlefield Three was probably their the risk game, but now look, now look what they're. <laughs> yeah, no, they definitely shit the bucket for sure. Like, uh, so, like I said, Battlefield Three for multiplayer is definitely like their their crown jewel, and I would say that the head of that crown jewel is Battlefield Four, just because it yeah it had a really shaky like startup. But I, I look at every single one of Dice's games that have come out in the past ten years, twelve, uh, fifteen years, and like it's a majority of their games. And even then, every single big AAA company that releases games, they're all about the same. Either they're really good on the start and then get really shitty at the end, or vice versa. I, uh, There's never one that's perfect in between. The gap, like thinking back, like the gap between three and four seems very small, and then oh did. I think there's an over-reliance of EA on this series to compete directly with Call of Duty because right around, uh, we're still a few years off, but eventually they get to the point where Battlefield 1 is coming out and Mm -hmm. EA has also just bought Respawn 
and has, uh, what's it called, Titanfall 2 coming out. So you have Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2 coming out within a week of each other, as, as well as Call of Duty, whatever the fuck it was that year. And you see this over-reliance of EA like saying, we need to compete with Call of Duty, but at the same time also cannibalizing their other major series. Like, Titanfall 2 is an all-timer. Titanfall 2 is going to be, like, when we're all old and gray, like, people are going to be like, oh, Titanfall 2 is one of the games of the generation. And you saw EA having no problem cannibalizing it because they see Battlefield and think, we need to compete with Activision and Call of Duty. But now, now it's all eating itself because Battlefield and Call of Duty are both in shambles. Well, yep. see, so this is the great thing. That it's great that they brought up Battlefield 3 at this point is people who were so pissed at 2142. They've actually gone back you mean and modded. What I say? 2142. 2142 is loved, I think. Oh, yeah, 2042, sorry. Uh, they hated it so much that they actually went back to the PC port of Battlefield 3 and have modded it to the point where it has updated graphics and they've added their own, like, starting to add, like, their own equipment and own weapons. And there's a huge following now. There's actually a mod that I actually want to download and play where it's a more realistic, like, where it takes, like, two shots from any gun to kill people, like, almost like an Escape from Tarkov feeling. They've made that into into Battlefield Three mods. Like, it's it has a huge clamoring right now for people to get on and play it. I think we to need like, to give. I think we need to give Josh an episode to bitch about Battlefield Twenty Forty Two. Oh, I can go on for days about it. I think we. I think he needs a bitching episode. I think we're going to give Josh a bitching episode here soon. Ooh. Be ready for that, I Josh. I won't say no to that. Anything else on Battlefield before we move on? Tons of DLC, of course. Like, if you're going to get a Battlefield game, you're going to get your money's worth. Like, I hate Call of Duty because they're going to charge you $60 for five maps that you're going to hate, where Battlefield, at least, will give you, like, a handful of new maps, like, per DLC, and new weapons, new equipment, new everything. And don't forget a shit ton of bugs. Moving on. Boom. <laughs> Roasted. Yeah. Moving on. November 11th, Elder Scrolls 5, a V, not a regular 5, a V. Skyrim. You might have heard of this one. Have you, have you heard of this? Have you heard of this? You know, I believe there's like seven editions of this game. Is that correct? I believe it's on every damn platform. I believe I saw my grandmother playing this on her microwave the other day. Mm. Uh, Skyrim. Uh, this is from Bethesda pre-Microsoft. This was their last uh, single-player Elder Scrolls, believe it or not. It's been 11 years. In that time, we've gotten Fallout 4. We've gotten Elder Scrolls Online. We've gotten Fallout 76. We honestly, besides Fallout 4, haven't gotten a single-player game from them. Like, directly in house. ESO kind of sounds fun right now. <laughs> well, now that they finally released it, remember when we tried playing it release yeah, week and it, it was, was so bad? bad. It was bad. It was buggy. But I hear it's actually really, it's redeemed themselves. It's got a lot of DLC that's, going on. And that's what everybody's saying 76 has done. And I still cannot believe that. Yeah, yeah it's really weird that they're, they've been able to turn both of those around. I remember playing EO online. I remember playing it on Xbox when it came out. And just hating it, I was like, "This is yep. boring." But I think I if I played it on the island, I think if I played it on PC, I'd like it. Skyrim, I mean, Skyrim kind of like this is still the same engine that uh, was this the same engine as Three and Oblivion, or is this a new engine? I'm blanking really I bad. I think now. this was the same engine. But I mean, just like just like a Bethesda game, it came out buggy, but people loved it. It added dragons. You're up in 
uh, what is it, the northern realm of the series called Skyrim. Yeah. Um, they're freaking dwarfs. Uh, not dwarfs. Uh, giant men. Giant guy. Giants. We'll just call them giants. Why not? They're uh, talking about the Nords? Are they Nords? It's like, yeah, they're pretty sure they're the Nords. And it's got it's got all your normal staples of the series. You've got your different you've got your different uh, guilds to join, mages guild, warriors guild. Uh, is there a th- there's a thieves guild in this one, right? Yep. Yes. And then there's also was it vampires or werewolves? They eventually had both. Okay. It was DLC. I remember being a werewolf. Yeah, it was kind of floaty. It, I remember it feeling very floaty. The game or being a werewolf? Being a werewolf. I mean, being either a vampire or werewolf in the game was very floaty, so... And then just, like, traversing the world, like... This was one of those games where, like, I'd go off the trail and, like, just try to hop my way up a mountain, like, peak by peak. It was actually really good about that. The thing about this game is that it has so much replayability. Like, till this day, you you still have thousands of people playing it, like... Well, yeah, you can play it at, like, many ways. You can play it, like, oh, hey, I'm gonna challenge myself and only use bow and arrow challenge myself and not use any weapon at all i'm just beat the shit out of my adversaries like well so much like i jokingly said earlier there are like seven versions of this game no way more than seven it's fucking everywhere dude it's everywhere if you name something it's there modding modding's huge in this game too there's actually a huge mod i can't remember the name of it but it's like a story mod that adds new characters new uh voice lines new quest lines People say it's really good and it's a great addition to the game if you are looking to extend your play period with it. I love that. So Bethesda's doing the, what's, what's it called? Star something, Star Bloody Blood, whatever their new game is. Uh, Starfield. Starfield. And then they were like, okay, and we're doing Elder Scrolls 6 after this. And then Todd Howard came out and was like, and then we're doing, <laughs> and then we're doing Fallout 5 after that. And it's like, dude, you've got like 15 years worth of work right there. Chill the fuck out. Yeah, dude, like <laughs> take it to a pill. It's just no, crazy. See. It's crazy. This game is still relevant. This game is still being played. I think it still looks fine for what for yeah. how old it is. I so I know the VR version is terrible, but part of me still wants to get it just to be able to play it. Like I heard, like gameplay wise, it's not terrible. It's more of just like the visuals. It hurts your eyes because mm-hmm. it's you know, ten year old game, eleven year old game. So it's like. You know, the graphics aren't the best, and all they did was like pour it over to where it's first person with you. Like, I'm just saying, I, I would try it. Yeah, no, it. it still looks great. Give it a go. I think it's great. And the memes that came from this game, the arrow in the knee, uh, someone posting a video, and then the video turning to white, and then them waking up at the beginning of Skyrim is <laughs> yeah. probably one of my favorite memes of all time. Wake up. Wake, Wake up. up. I still oh. want to get everybody to get a copy of it for PC so we can do Skyrim together. Isn't, yeah, isn't that a mod? That is a mod where you can play one instance of Skyrim together. With I think it had like the make the max is like ten or twelve. Wouldn't that be so like wouldn't that be like if you had it and then me and Jake jumped on your server and then but if we wanted to continue to play that we'd have to jump back on your server. Correct. Okay. Now can I kill you? Yes, I think you can. Well then I'm in. Like the way they were showing it off was like they were branching off. They had one group doing like the uh, uh, thieves guild stuff. They had another group doing the uh, dark hand or where the hell they're called the assassins. Dark Brotherhood. Dark Brotherhood. Uh, and then when they went into the war stuff, they split up. Uh, would split up a fight and they would just see who would win a war when they did like the big fights at like White Run and stuff. 
I will say, whenever I look at this, like this game, and this can, and this might just be because it came out right around when Game of Thrones was becoming a thing. I look at this game, and the fantasy vibe I get from it is Game of Thrones. Like the world is treacherous. Like anything can kill you around any corner. And then I remember Oblivion. Oblivion was a few years after Lord of the Rings, but Oblivion felt like more high fantasy compared to that. I would agree. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I, I don't know if there's a term for like Game of Thronesy. I guess survival fantasy, maybe. Incest. Yeah. Well, yeah, incest. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start coining my own genres in this show. I would. <laughs> I would say Fallout Four, for example, would probably be a good like like a good example of uh, like The Walking Dead, almost to an extent. Yeah. With all, well, and no, but yeah, nobody really built like those forts in Fallout Four like you were supposed to. Uh, you yeah, know, I would just build it to be like monstrous zones with huge walls and uh, automatic machine guns. But yes. this, okay, so Skyrim, I mean, it's got a lasting impression because it never went away. It's still here. It's still. And it'll be here for at least another 10 years. It's still sleeping on your couch. It ain't going anywhere. I mean, even Oblivion hasn't gone anywhere either. <laughs> Well, Oblivion, I think, has been overshadowed by Skyrim. So, I, but yeah, there is still a loyal fan base to it, for sure. But, yeah, I would say similar. It's still got its peeps. I, I think Oblivion's got more memes. <laughs> oh, it does. We'll, we'll do some meme hunting. November 18th to finish up Q4 and 2011. Uh, damn, I can't believe it's been 11 years since this came out. Minecraft. Um, yeah. I feel Minecraft. old now. I feel old. Uh, if there's... If you ask me, Nick, what game has changed everything in the last in the last 12, 15 years? What game has changed everything? Uh, crazy, crazy that I would bring up three of the games that we talked about today. I would say Dark Souls has changed a lot. I would say that Old Elder Scrolls has changed a lot. And then I would say that fucking Minecraft has changed a lot. No, I would say 2008 to 2000 end of 2011 has definitely like the landmark game like transitioning like it, it's not this is not your grandpa's or your dad's game this is when like you start to see our generation like hey this is what we want to play this is what we enjoy yeah, well you and you start to see you see the the handing of the torch like the, the literal torch because it's minecraft yeah. like oh hey this is your generation's mario this is your generation's halo your generation's zelda uh, it's yeah. crazy when you look back at it. Like, yeah, Minecraft, probably, probably Skyrim, probably Dark. Like, that's our generation. Like, when people are looking back twenty years from now, those are going to be three of the games that they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Mine, Minecraft, um, and it's still relevant to this day. It's still, it still it had an update recently. I think a couple months ago. Um, it's still increasing, um, not only with content but with also expanding the world. Like, it, the world gets bigger every day. Um, so many mods, so many like different modes you could play. Like they had like a Minecraft Hunger Games, which was like very popular. Yeah, and I would say that's the big thing with this generation. It was between this and Roblox. Is it's not about the content that you start out with. It's about what you can do with afterwards. The replayability, the the ability to add your own content and mods. Like there's a reason why these games all stayed relevant and are still huge and popular. And it's not because of, like, think about this. Remember when we first played this game, how, like, what there was? And we thought it was so much fun. Yeah, it was it survival mode. Then, it was um, creator mode, and that was about it, yeah. 
Yeah, there's been so much added to these games that if we were to go in there right now, we would not recognize it because there's so much that's been done to it to not only improve it, but to increase the longevity of it. I don't even know who you are anymore. And it's crazy because you're bringing up community and that's that's what games last on. Like That's why there are still numerous... like thousands of people watching and playing starcraft 2 because of the modding scene thousands thou- i'd say millions of people still playing minecraft because of the modding scene same for terraria uh if, when you look back and you see the games that people are still playing it's the games that people can either add things into or the ones that have like become a conversation piece i think one like perfect example i don't know how much modding there is in it but stardew valley which i'm sure we'll get to talk about that in a few episodes that one like that becomes a conversation. Oh, who'd you romance? Oh, like what was your main source of income? Were you, were you a farmer? Were you a fisher? Were you an explorer? And I mean, you kind of see that with Minecraft, like, Oh, you're doing survival mode. Uh, what? And it's, I mean, the worlds are randomly generated. It's like, Oh yeah, I dug real deep. And I, uh, I found a, I found a, what, what, what do they call the monster gates or whatever? Uh, yeah, uh, you're I, talking about the ones that spawn the monster monster yeah. spawns. Yeah, I found a monster monster spawn right under my farm. I took it out, and like now I don't have to mess with monsters by my farm. It's just one of the. This is one of those games where like everyone can be telling a story, and it's something completely different. It's to to harken back to Dark Souls, like Elden Ring, like Elden Ring opened up the world, and now everyone can tackle everything differently and in different orders. Or I mean, just because I play it a lot, Fortnite, like. Every game is different. Like, oh, hey, I was fishing over by the island. This guy came over. I fished him in with my line, and then I shot him with the shotgun. It was the cool, like, games that just become conversation pieces and that everyone can tackle differently, games that can have stuff modded in. Those are the ones that last, and I think Minecraft is going to be around when we're all in the ground. No, I, th- I think for sure, no matter what, it's definitely going to be one of those games. Even if eventually it becomes free-to-play 100%, I would say it would still be, like, even after we're dead, even like I would say it's going to be a game that we'll never see a sequel, but we'll see consistent updates and will live on for eternity. Oh, they'll keep doing those spinoffs, though. What they have? They had story mode. Uh, they had that dungeon crawler. They're getting ready yep. to do an RTS. <laughs> merch, merch, merch. You got to get. Oh, and you can't walk through a target aisle toy aisle yeah. without seeing a bunch of Minecraft toys either. Minecraft, Steve. They're going to they're going to do a movie. I guarantee it. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be. I mean, it's it's only a matter of time. Well, I mean, he's also a character in Smash. Oh yeah, I forgot he's in Smash. And yeah. he's everyone keeps like till because he came out like I think last year, and till the like still this day, everyone complains about Minecraft Steve and how unhealthy he is for the game. Like, is he like OP? He is stupid broken. Like he's got those blocks that he can build up. Like he can kind of like block off the the map, can't he? Yep. That's toxic, Steve. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm surprised we didn't get... This definitely feels like a game that could have had like its own like red v. blue that somebody oh. like generated off of it. Well, I mean, I mean, there could, there, there might be something out there. We just haven't found it. No, there is on YouTube. Uh, Andy's little cousin. Uh, he's like six. I've I've seen him watch a couple and I just shake my head because it's like oh god this is terrible. It's like, not, it's yeah, but it's not red me blue like. No, it's it's not to that extent, but it's like kid friendly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I did I did enjoy watching PewDiePie do his uh, let's plays. Made something really creative and. 
Because a lot of people love watching him play Minecraft. I forgot I do have. To it. I forgot I do have this with Game Pass, so maybe I should uh, do some survival on Minecraft to see what happens. Still, still very popular on Twitch apparently. Yep. Uh, wait, Nick, which edition do you have? Do you have the Bedrock edition or is it the Java edition? I'd have to look and see what Game Pass has. It has to be the uh, Bedrock edition, I would imagine. What's the difference? I could not tell you to save my life, but if you're talking to like a Minecraft person or if you're a speedrunner, they could tell you all the differences. So I think my favorite thing about Minecraft is like playing with friends and then like blocking somebody in their house and then setting it on fire. <laughs> that's why no one plays on your server. Well, that's why I think we all quit playing. I think we pissed somebody off by putting some TNT in underneath their house and setting it off. <laughs> we we and had then, one and world. they had auto save. Had auto yeah. save on. We had one world where I think we invited Rex's brother over. And then one day he just blocked my doors with a bunch of stone, set it on fire, and I had to like jump. And it wasn't, we weren't playing creative, we were playing survival. So I had to go to the roof of the building, jump, and then just fucking die. <laughs> Jesus. It's dark, but it was, it's just a fun game to fuck around with friends. We had that one world that was like somebody built Wayne Enterprises. Some, there was like Zelda stuff around there. Um, just a bunch of like somebody had started the wall for Game of Thrones. I just remember the one that we all played where we built our houses like across like from like far distances and we built those highways to easily get to each other. I forgot about the highways. We also did uh, there was a rainbow road. Someone did like the rainbow road yeah. course from Mario. Oh, Minecraft. This yeah, like I said, this game's gonna outlaw us this all. Yeah. That's it easy. Alright, you guys ready to get into some news? Yeah, let's do it. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper, morning star. Paper it's time for old news. All right, let's do the news. Uh, let's see here. So we have, oh, got to scroll down. All right, uh, October 15th to the 16th, EB Games Expo 2011 held in Gold Coast Convention and Exhibition Center in Australia. I'm going to guess this is just like one of those where they're showing off the games and like, different companies coming like, all right we need to order this many of this unit so we can move it yeah so think about this so you have e3 which is the summer uh, expo eb games expo is more like a late fall like hey guys the following year like towards the same time is like you're kind of your introductions so if you have games coming out then you don't like you want to show your introductory trailers and stuff and early gameplay concepts there's now the time to do it and that's what they did here so for example like newer games like Skyrim and uh, 2K11 and stuff like that. Yeah, at this point you've you've got those there. They'll show it to sh like try and like get you to buy it. Try to move some additional it. units for the holidays. Right, but then you have games like uh, Forza Motorsports 4. Um, Four, goddamn. Yeah, right. Um, God, sorry. Uh, like the PlayStation Vita, for example. Uh, Ratchet and Clank All for One. All these other games that like maybe are coming out in the following year. They're like showing, hey, here's some more prototypes right here. Prototype two, even for example. Well, and I imagine this is where, oh, hey, your uh, the fiscal year ends in March. Like, get all this stuff in and make your money. Like, yeah, pretty get much. Get good before fiscal year. Uh, October twenty first through the twenty second, BlizzCon twenty eleven held in Anaheim Convention Center in California. Any highlights from BlizzCon that year, Josh? All right, so they had the showcase uh, a new Diablo three cinematic trailer. Uh, called the Blackstone. No, I'm sorry, the Black Soul Stone. Um, 
that had to hit because I'm sure because Blizzard was still in good graces at this point. Yeah. So then they also had the StarCraft II Heart of Heart of the Swarm reveal trailer, uh, showcasing the new units and abilities. Uh, they showed the uh, Blizzard Dota trailer for a new game mode for StarCraft II. Hmm. Okay. They were. They revealed uh, World of Warcraft Mist of Mist of Pandoria. Yes, no? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then from there, really, there's nothing really cool. The only cool thing after that is uh, the Foo Fighters performed at their closing concert. Man, those fuckers have fallen so far. They couldn't even get us to perform at BlizzCon this year. Yeah, that's pretty bad. They've fallen so far. November 18th through the 19th, MineCon held in Las Vegas. MineCon, is that the one that has like the, the cringy videos come out every year? If I, I don't know. remember correctly, I think you might be right. But where the, yeah, where this the is kids a... line up and ask questions, and they're just the cringiest questions. But oh, then you... how, much, how much VRAM do you... But then you... <laughs> is that what you're thinking But of? then you have to remember, like, oh, yeah, these are kids, so it's going to be cringe. Yeah, I think it is that one. But yeah, it's like the first Minecraft convention. So like this game blew up when it came out. Like it's it was big then and it's still big now, but by God did it blow up. So yeah, it's a I, huge, huge Minecon, I think it was like one of the, the first conventions that had like a, a game had its own convention and then it started like other games, other popular games getting their own conventions. So like for example, Clash of Clans, they have ClashCon. Because that was a popular mobile game. Well, um, I'm sure Activision has this thing that pushes. Because well, Blizzard was doing it before Activision got them. But I'm sure I'm sure Activision saw like, hey, like BlizzCon does great. There are these other like this Minecon things going off. Like, because yeah. Clash of Clans is a king a king game, right? No, Supercell. Supercell. Okay, I get king and Supercell mixed up. That's my bad. Yeah, I mean, and and they still do it too uh, i mean i'm not sure post covid but before yeah they did it all the time i'm gonna go to one of these cons eventually december 3rd 10th anniversary of jack and dexter series how did this get in here uh because jack and dexter is what kept naughty dog alive until we had the uncharted series and uh the last of us so you can thank jack and dexter for keeping them alive between crash bandicoot and that thank i'm jack thinking and dexter. i'm thinking tom holland Tom Holland's keeping underdog, or Naughty Dog alive. <laughs> uh, December 10th, Spike Video Game Awards. Were there any big big hits from that this year? Big trailer reveals? Uh, I mean, nothing like super big. So they had premieres for uh, the Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Patriots, which would turn into Siege, uh, Transformers, Fall of Cybertron, Bioshock Infinite, uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, the exclusive PlayStation 3 game, The Last of Us. Huh? Huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they honored uh, The Legend of Zelda. They put that into the video game Hall of Fame. It took them all. And then, off. right. And then there's a couple of, like, highlighted stuff, like, Wardwise. So Game of the Year was Elder Scrolls V. It would beat out Arkham City, Skyward Sword, Portal 2, and Uncharted 3. Um... Gamer God, which is just given to like the best company of the year, was given to Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Son of Isn't a that bitch. Ironic? Son uh, of a bitch. Best, best 360 game Fuckers. was Arkham City. It beat Forza, 
Gears of War 3 and Portal 2. Best PS3 game was Uncharted 3, Beat Infamous 2, Killzone 3, and Little Big Planet. And to end it off, the Wii game was Skyward Sword, which beat Epic Mickey, Kirby's Return to Dreamland, and Lost in Shadow. Man, tough, tough competition that Wii. All those nominations deserved it. Yeah, clearly Skyward <laughs> Sword was like just fucking dominating. And then about a PC, I guess we're going to bring that in there. Portal 2, which beat out Battlefield 3, Minecraft, and The Witcher 2. Yeah, I could see it. All right. RIP Spike TV. Uh, December. Yeah. Excuse me. Going to breeze through these last two. December 17th, PlayStation Vita released in Japan. And then on the 31st, excuse me, Architect Studios disbanded. Way to end the year, guys. No. Yeah, for those who don't know Artec, they just did the early like PlayStation PS2 game show games. So like the Wheel of Fortune, they did Monopoly. Uh, I think there was even a Price is Right maybe in there. So they just did a lot of those games. So if you were playing any like game show games back in the day, it was them. RIP you guys. Thank you for your services and suffering through those games with us. All right. Jake, you got a meme for us? Meme time. Yes. All right. Let us hop on over. So you guys don't have a bite of me saying me. I do have that bite. It plays every time. Cool. <laughs> All right. What we got? Just the evidence <laughs> is building up against Jake. Jake still hasn't listened to the show. <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. Still hasn't listened busy. to it. Too busy. Right, I'll listen to it Sunday. All right. What's this meme <laughs> we got here, Jake? All right. So what's cool about this one is that it has both games. Dark Souls and Skyrim in this. So, guys, about to fight a dragon. What it would look like if it was Skyrim. Oh, he's on fire. You know? What it would look like if it was Dark Souls. You died. Play that, yeah. <laughs> play that Dark Souls death time. <laughs> it's a good meme, That is ironically true. It's a good meme. I'm going to get you to listen to one of these shows eventually. I'm going to get you to Not listen. Paid enough. Not paid enough. I'm waiting for my hat, damn it. Hey, what's, what's my merch? Hat? Free hat. Where's my merch? Free hat. All right, so we have a speed cap. We're going to take a super quick break, and then we're going to come back with that. We'll be right back. See that again. Hey, everybody. We are back, and it is speed cap time. For those who aren't aware, we have a new format. It is basically speed capper against the person who made the reviews. This week it is Josh. So it's me versus Josh. Josh has picked out 10 things for this video, for the speed cap that I have to touch on. If I score above 30, Josh has to do a dare that I have dared him to. If I score below a 30, I have to do a dare Josh has dared me to. For my dare, I, if I win, Josh has to do a 10 Things I Hate About You poem in the next episode. If I lose, I believe I have to tweet at the Deep Silver team about Dead Island 2 and where the hell my game is. For those who don't know what a speed cap is, like, what the hell are you guys talking about? I will speed through the synopsis of a game in five minutes or less, hitting all the points that I can think of, and Josh will score me after to see what points I hit on and missed. Yeah. We yeah. used to do 20-minute speed caps, and now looking back, that was way too much time. Man, you guys are missing out. This is like a battle against two sumo wrestlers. And Jake has nothing to do this whole speed cap. Jake's That's just all gonna I got. Sit, Jake's just going to sit there with his cleft of chin boy wonder chin and just What's fucking... What's wrong with you? I'm done. He, he quits the podcast. on camera. He quits the podcast. on camera. All right, Josh, I am ready. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, then I'm going to start the clock. When the clock hits 
five minutes flat, I will start my speed cap. Thank you, and uh, bless everyone. Bless everyone. This is going to be good. All right, Gears of War 3 it takes place after Gears of War 2. Uh, the city of Jacinto has been flooded. Uh, you're still playing as Marcus Phoenix. He, is, he doesn't have sleeves anymore. Uh, it's, the summer, uh, it's the summer of exposed arms. Uh, they're on this uh, boat floating around, and they're attacked by Locust and Lambit. And at the beginning, at the same time, you're also playing as Coltrane, baby. Oh, Wait, that was three, dog. Uh, and Coltrane is, like, going and getting supplies, and they end up back at, like, his old football field that he used to play at. And you have a flashback to him playing football, and it's pretty dope. He sets up a bomb, blows the people up. They ran through, like, a grocery store. They get back. They get back just in time to help Marcus and everyone fight off a... Um, What's the, the Leviathan? And they've got these little, uh, I think they're called silverbacks. Like they're, they're like robots that kind of look like gorillas that they use to fight the big boys. Uh, Lambit are running crazy. And uh, Prescott, who's like the leader of the cog, is there to like tell you something. He's mortally wounded. You're trying to get to Micah, who's like the chief of the ship. He's killed too. But before Prescott dies, he's like, Marcus, your father, he's alive. He's on Azura. It's a secret base. You got to get there. Uh, but they can't get there because it's got these generated twisters that like keeps everybody out. And Azura is actually like kind of like a land for the rich and the scientists to like hide from the locust. So your team's like, well, we have to get a submarine. So they enlist this guy, Dizzy from the second one who drove the rig. Her name was Betsy. I think she died at the end of two poor Betsy RIP. And, um, so basically, you're going to Mercy to get gasoline for the submarine, and Dom is just a sad motherfucker because he killed his wife in the second one, and he, uh, the Lambit and the Locust, like plan an attack on you guys while you're getting gasoline, and Dom's like, you know what? I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Mad World on this stereo and drive this truck into this gas station and make everybody sad, but by distraction for my team. So he does that. He dies. Marcus is really sad. Uh, they get the submarine. Uh, for some, they end up in a town. I think it's called Char. And there they run into Griffin, who's voiced by Ice-T that I remember from last week. That was on the quiz. And um, basically, Char, I think, was a town hit by the Hammer of Dawn. And basically, everyone there is, like, all charred up. Uh, it's all ash people. And this is actually from the trailer. Like, you're basically hiding in ash people and fighting people to get, go get more gasoline. This game is basically hunting down gasoline. And I think I forgot to mention in Mercy, you find out that there are also people who were sick from the emulsion. I forget what their names are. They might be like the abandoned or something, but they're sick looking like lambent people. Mm. So you and Griffin fight off. You and Griffin's people fight off like hordes of locusts and lambent. Uh, there's a corpser fight in there. There's some berserker fights in there. There's some Lambit fights in there. Uh, it's a lot of, lot of boss fights in this game. I think there's a corpser mommy in there too. So you get more gasoline. You end up on Azura. The locusts have gotten there. They didn't even need a fucking submarine. They were just like, fuck it, we're here. Uh, and you, you find your daddy. You find out that he's working on a cure to get rid of all the emotion. It turns out emotion is like a virus. Like if you're around it enough or use it enough, like it kind of... It, worked its way into your DNA. And so he was working with Myra, the queen of the locusts, to try and get rid of this DNA issue so that when this uh, cure was pushed, it would only kill the Lambent and it wouldn't kill the locusts. And Marcus like, Daddy, we got to do this now. We got to fix this now. And he reveals like, oh, hey, by the way, I've injected the DNA into myself to uh, test it. Uh, I'm going to die when this shit goes off. Myra finds out this is going to happen. She's not wanting this to happen at all. <clears throat> she... Uh, attacks them with a flying big fucking bug thing that we had no idea that this was a thing until the very end. You end up killing her with Dom's knife, fucking, I think it's his commando knife, stabbing her, just fucking stabbing her. 
She dies. Uh, they set off the bomb. Marcus Daddy's ar- dies in his arms. Um, Marcus gets really sad. The world's at peace. There's a blue light that like cleans the planet. Marcus takes off his do rag, and Anna's like, "We can live now, Marcus. We can live." And it's just really sad. And uh, there's a DLC called Ram Shadow where you play as a, I think it's Team Felix or something like that. And they're I forget what they're doing. I don't think Josh would be mean and add the DLC to this. Um, oh, I don't know about that. You also play as Ram in there. It's it's a pro, it's a prequel. It's pretty cool. It's fun. Um, what else? What else? Uh, Baird's there. Baird's not really doing much. He just support. This is the first one with four player co op. It had horde mode. Their uh, new weapons were like the uh, the old Lancer, the what is it called? The throwback Lancer, classic Lancer. Um, but yeah, it had a bayonet on it instead of a chainsaw. And uh, you know what? I'm gonna yield my time because I think I did a pretty fucking good job. Okay, let it be known officially with eight seconds remaining. Yeah, but giving up. It's retro Lancer, you dumb shit. Yeah, I was I was in the ballpark. All right, let's watch Josh score this live. No pressure, Josh. Look. Holy uh, shit! Look at all those yeah. check marks. You, uh, <laughs> you definitely, you, yeah, you got over the the thirty mark. Let's uh, let's review this for everybody. So, you mentioned that Jacinta was gone, but you did not mention that the story takes place two years after the fall of Jacinta. I wasn't sure. I knew there was a book in there somewhere, so I was like, yeah, it takes place after Jacinto. You didn't name the ship. It's the Sovereign. Yeah. You didn't mention Anvil Gate. Uh, you did mention Chairman Prescott dying. Uh, you did not mention... Well, it was whatever side story. You did give him the data. You did find out M. Phoenix is alive. But the only reason you found that out 100% is the Mar- Marcus and the squad head to Anvil Gate to see Huffman, who has the uh, technology to decode the data that was given to Marcus and them. Uh, you did not mention the first fight with Lambent Berserker, which is at Anvil Gate. I forgot about that one. Okay, so you did talk about the squad looking for a submarine. You did talk about finding the fuel mercy. You did come back and talk about the Lambit uh, being human as well, or taking over humans. You did talk about Dom sacrificing himself, which to this day, I'm not going to lie, Gears of War 3, if it's going to be like known for anything, it's the most saddest fucking story you can think of. It's Dom. Yeah, Dom I has think, the saddest fucking story. I think the high, not, not, not like to say it's the high point, but like I think the biggest point of that being too when he like takes out his wife like with the yeah, mercy kill like the first one is like you feel bad for him because he's looking for his wife and then when you finally find her in two and he has to kill you you're like fuck dude how can this get any worse i'm get... killing himself to save everyone or it... distract them it gets oh. worse <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong he at least gets to see his wife but it's like fuck dude but still really cool because you see all the explosions anyway i'm getting sidetracked uh the squad heading to Shar to search for fuel. Yeah, because they originally were going to get fuel at Mercy, but since uh, Dom ran into the fuel line, destroyed all of it, so they had to actually find more fuel. And then Griffin giving Marcus the information and then helping, helping defend. Uh, you got that. You got a half point for saying they made it to Azura, but you never said that Adam contacted them. As soon as they get there, Adam literally contacts them and tells them where to find them. Sorry. Uh, Adam... Uh, Talks about how he made a device that'll eradicate the Lambent and the Locust. Uh, squad defend Adam as he fight. They use you fight off the Locust, the Lambent, and Myra. Uh, the device works, killing Adam, and you find out he dies because he injected himself with the emotions. The only way to test it out to make sure it works. After that, Myra dies. Or uh, Myra insults Adam after he's died. You didn't mention that, so that's why Marcus just finally fucking has enough of it. Just runs up to her and just stabs her. Says, "Bitch!" With Dom's knife. 
Uh, and then you didn't mention that uh, Marcus is pondering, like, what's literally left for humanity? What can we do beyond this? And Ayn just comes up to him and says, like, basically, like, whatever we can. We are, you know, we let's, we can finally relax and figure that out. And then I only threw in Ram Shadow because I needed one other question. So I just was like, you just name that. And I'm regretting this. I should have not put this in here, but I was like, literally, just name the DLC. Ram Shadow. That's it. Well, I mean, you only needed 10 questions and you gave us, what, 20? I was being nice. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. our first one. Well, hey, I win. So Josh has to do a 10 one. Things I Hate About You poem next week. So, what am I doing it on exactly? Uh, 10 Things You Hate About Me. You? Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's going to be easy. I'll this have poem funny. Is going to, this poem is going to <laughs> I'll uh, have my tissues ready. <laughs> mm. Great job on getting that together, Josh. Great job to me. Oh. I mean, hold on, hold on. I don't know if you can hear me patting myself on the back for doing such a good job. I cannot, but I admit, I, I've cleaned up my quizzes. They've gotten better. Oh, they were messy at the beginning, Josh. Messy. Just messy. Hey, like, we're improving. Josh had like a paragraph in for one one time, and I was like, what are you doing, man? Clean your act Copy up. Paste. Get it together. All right, everyone. Well, hey, we get into 2012 next week. It's finally, we're finally almost, we're 10 years away from 2022. We're going to catch up by the end of the year. I feel, I can feel it. I can feel uh, we're just going to let this know as a spoiler to everybody, the games in the following year do not look good so far. Nope. I, you know, I think I kind of have an idea of what one game of the year for 2012 and we'll, we'll get to it. But like, do you know what? Don't say it. Don't say, I want it to be a surprise for everybody, but But I know, I think I know what it is. And it's like, when you think back and think that that one, you're like, Oh yeah, that was a shit year. Uh, as always, uh, I am Nick. You can find me on Twitter at that, that Kaufman. You can find me on Twitch and YouTube at Nick Fat Knight. Also have a Discord if you want to hang out in there and talk. Uh, link is in the show notes. Jake, where can the people find you? Find me on Twitter, on TikTok, on YouTube, on Twitch, at jakeboykaufman.com. Or not .com. Um, I come. <laughs> take the .com out of there. And Josh, where can the people find you? Find me on Twitter at I am Josh Sang. There he is. Took, he... There is no I, but I'm so upset about that. And you know what he's saying on Twitter? Not much. All right, everybody. This has Not been much. Smashing Game Time. We hope you all had a smashing great time. We will see you all next time. <laughs>